Welcome back to the Wheel Deal Podcast, powered by Underdog Sports NASCAR Edition and Circle V Diecast. We are here post NASCAR racing down in Nashville, Tennessee. Man, dude, so nice to have NASCAR back in uh, in, in its roots. Man, I couldn't believe the Cup Series hadn't been in there in what thirty years or something like that. It's just mm-hmm. wild, wild, dude. Nashville is just a hotbed market for 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 nascar everything everything just synergizes so well you had all the country music singers there you had like a lot of celebrities at the track and it's it, a lot of hoopla problem is fans couldn't get into the damn track they actually had to delay the race 10 minutes because yeah <laughs> um of, of traffic issues so they're gonna sort that out hopefully um i mean you gotta think about it this way is nashville super speedway has not seen this much of an influx of fans since the track opened, right? Like they have all those stands and, and I, I really don't think they've filled them because they, they haven't had cup series races there. It's just been Xfinity and trucks. So um, there's no experience. They were not prepared for it, to be honest. Uh, what did they run out of hot dogs and water? <laughs> they went crazy. On a 91 degree day, like, God. Uh, yeah. Well, and the thing you is, you asked for Nash Vegas. Yeah, running out of damn water, and the thing of it is, like they didn't again. You know, Nashville didn't allow coolers into the racetrack either. So, big. Well, that's part of the reason why they ran out of water is because people. Hey, man. Hey, man. NASCAR fans might be rednecks, but we're not stupid, right? We know how to hydrate when we drink. Yeah. You have two, three beers. You drink a bottle of water. It's not that freaking complicated. It's it's pretty simple. Like we know we know how to barbecue. We know how to picnic. We know how to do like the backyard thing. Like on a hot day, we're all from the south. We know what's up. Like it, it's like let us police ourselves. Let us bring our own water. Don't make us have to purchase it at the track. That's just stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Enough of that. They'll figure it out. They, they'll learn. It, it's a learning experience. First race there. You know. You know, they never it was had three that problem. Ra- <laughs> <laughs> you know who else never had that problem? Nashville Speedway. What is it there? Yeah. Nashville Fairgrounds never had that problem. Yeah, but they had three fucking this. That was the third race. You couldn't figure right. it out by day three. Like, what? Right. I mean, after the first race, you're like, oh shit, we sold two thirds of our water. We should probably go get more water. Right. Yeah. Is, you're not trucking it from the ocean. Like, get your shit together. Right. Yeah, and they were showing they were showing videos of people like having to put like ice and everything like that, and there's clear backpacks, clear bags, and leaking all over the place, and they didn't have place for their other stuff, and you know it's just it, it's nuts, you know. It's, I'm with uh, I'm with old Randy the plumber man. They need to they need to get on this whole thing with the coolers. Well, I have a backpack cooler. I think uh, just do it. 
I think they, I, I think they pushed this race too fast. They weren't prepared. You know, they, they wanted it on the tracks. They wanted this, they wanted to be out there so bad that they forced it down our throats this year. And they weren't ready. I was excited about this race. I said at the beginning of this on this very show that that was the one race I was looking forward to see. And I just, and it, minus the dominance of a certain somebody who's a bane of bane of Chase Elliott Nation's existence. Yeah, you get a tinfoil hat wearing fools. Stop it. Come on, man. Teammate. Same team, man. Same team. Um, They don't care, man. All they care about is their boy Chase Elliott and the fact that Kyle Larson is getting the better equipment. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah. Because Jimmy didn't use it up as good as Chase did last year. Yeah, the big thing with Nashville was it was a good race. Mm -hmm. It was was really exciting at the beginning. as has been the trend for most of this season, the race kind of calmed down and settled in at the at the end. Stage three was boring. Again, just it 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 never seems to stop. Stage three just continues to be long and all strategy related. And uh, do we need to add a thir- a fourth stage? Like, do no. They just... no, you know what we need to do. You know what we need to do. Go back to racing the fucking regular way. But, the, but then then you'll get all the whole race be one big giant stage three. Yeah, yeah but, but but forcing cautions seems very generic, seems very, I don't know, gimmicky to me. Still. Yeah. I don't know. Go with the times, old man. Nope. Fuck y'all. No. Well, okay, so it's either A... Just get away from stage racing completely, which I'm not on board with. Or B, um, I think I think a better strategy would be look break the race into three equal parts. Well, they're trying to make stage three longer. They're trying to make stage three longer to make it where they almost have to have a do a, do a green flag pit stop in the middle of the stage. And well, they're getting what they paid for, and we're going green the entire stage. And it it's strung out field, thirteen second leads. It's just nah, fifteen cars think, on the lead lap. Yeah, I think uh, this definitely would have been a, a race that could have used the late race caution for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, and here's the thing: there was a lot of late race cautions last season, and and stage racing was. Uh, for lack of a better term, was just better last year because stage three got broken up. This year, stage three has continuously been, I don't know if it's because Quinn Half, what the Half is he thinking, has been, he's not He's not lasting to stage three right now, so he's fucking the whole game up right now. Dude, he, almost last, he almost didn't last the lap three. He didn't, make, he, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't last one lap. He oh, didn't he make it into turn one. Yeah, that was the first turn. You mean he? Noah Gregson did. Oh, he, did, he did worse than Noah. He literally, no, but at least Noah, like he went wide and and there was dust in front of him, and you know he screwed it up. But dude, no, Noah no, no. wide and died. No, 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 no. That tire was just not on the car, <laughs> and yeah, they, and it just yeah, went. Yeah, NASCAR needs to look into that, man. How in the hell do you let a car get on the racetrack that has a tire just completely not even make the first freaking no, turn? No, it's because the hub sheared. And you're hub sheared off. 
It just oh, okay. broke. Like it just. And when the hub goes, well, the wheel goes with it. Because <laughs> if you look at the picture, you can actually see the lug nuts are still on it. So it just sheared the well, spindle. Again, over. again. What the house? Yeah, how what how is that not picked up? How is that not picked up in inspection? Like part of the right. question. But you know, I like I said in our group chat, I, I literally just wrote the double zeros out there doing double zero shit. Yep. Um, okay, so Nashville flat track. Um, one of the big things was um, brakes were yeah. a big, big issue. Um, yeah, not just in the cup race, it was a whole weekend. Yeah, I think they tried to slide a, a smaller brake package in there and they shouldn't. Like, they forget. Some teams did not have issues, some teams had serious issues. And uh, yeah, well, they'll learn. Hey, look, new track, new dynamic. Uh, a lot of cup crew chiefs have never seen it before. Did not kind of understand the fact that this track is probably seven to eight degrees banked less than your your typical typical cookie cutter. It is a cement track as well, which I'm sure adds a different dynamic to the to the braking. Uh, well, braking, the braking points. and the and the fact that it gets slicker faster. Yeah, I mean, well, we saw some which, serious which, saves. Yeah, those cars were. Um, uh, kudos to look. Kudos to the guys who aren't named Quinn Half, who could actually have had some car control uh, throughout the race. Um, those guys were wheeling it, man. Like there was several times where you just see that that. I mean, the broadcast. We'll, we'll get to Fox in a second, but <laughs> or to NBC in a second. Um, the question marks around whether or not um, last year I thought it was pretty even. Uh, I'm not sold on it this year, man. It's just, yeah, a little. We'll get to the broadcast in a minute. But kudos to them for several times showing, you know, highlighting the <laughs> what the drivers were doing. Like they 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 kind of had the camera zoomed in on on the driver, and it just. The wheel control, what they had to do in that turn to keep that, like, it, and if you were just watching the race, like, you didn't really see the car wiggle that much, but that's all driver. Like, it, it just the car control to keep that car straight and not, like, get it get it sideways. Um, don't see that at a lot of the other tracks, but really, Nashville, very technical track. Um, I think, I, I hope that the drivers enjoyed it, and I hope... They buy more water next year, and, and I and I, it was a two groove track. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's the one nice thing about um, cement tracks. Uh, same thing goes for Bristol and Dover. Um, once they start widening out, lay lay some rubber down. Uh, it makes a multi groove track. That was honestly, I think three grooves. It was the low groove down by the yellow line. That was the middle groove kind of in between the first and the second groove. And then there was a third groove up top, which was Kyle Larson's playground all day. So <laughs> speaking of Kyle Larson, four races in a row. Yeah. Well, three points paying races, four total, seven straight top two finishes. Mm. Oh, that's, just, that's, 
it's that's not, not a typo. It, it, that's not a typo. Um, Here's a question: Can he hear Gannett next week? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, he might, he might Harry Gannett slash Bill Elliott it slash who else has had four straight wins in a row, um, and, and he could actually break the record on the same weekend. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I will say is that, um, actually, before we started and earlier today, I looked up Kyle Larson's Pocono stats. Not good. And well, good. And bad. His average finish is 15th, 14, I think it's 14.6. Um, he has a lot of top fives. He also has a lot of DNFs. And well, that's because he stays up at the high, high side, and when he gets to turn four, he can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the funniest thing you've ever said on this podcast. Well <laughs> fucking played. What turn four? Um, so, with Wait that being said, it, it, if you don't get that joke, please don't listen to my podcast again. Please don't listen to my podcast ever again. Unsubscribe. No, no go Unsubscribe. beyond that. Don't watch racing anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so with that, with that being said, it, it, dude, his, 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 his stats at Pocono are, are Jekyll and Hyde. He has one good race there, and then he DNFs. And then he has room really good race there, and he DNFs. He's never won there. Now, granted, he wasn't in Hendrick equipment before that, so that kind of throws it all out the window. But Pocono is a uh, equipment-intensive track. Um, it catches the best of the drivers with with you know equipment failures, engine blows. We've had some brake failures in the past, where some spectacular crashes into turn one. Uh, so. I don't think he can sweep the weekend. Kevin Harvick couldn't do it last year, even as dominant as he was. I, yeah. I don't see it happening, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ties it. I just want to go back real yeah. quick to the last race. Um, you talked about equipment. How about the 42 car? Kyle's old ride finished in second with Ross Chastain behind the wheel. It's not Dr. surprising. LMA. It, not, it, it's not it's surprising me. It's not surprising me. It's and I will say that's a strategy win, not a uh, not a driver skill win thing. No, he 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 stayed out when he you know, he came in and he came in early and he strategy put him there. Not he wasn't flying through the field. He was a top ten car, right? Absolutely a solid top ten car. Could have cracked the top five. I don't think he was a second place car. William Byron was better all day. Um, yeah. Hendrick was better all day. Um, yeah. No, I mean, look, but but it does not. Uh, we're not saying this to discount the fact that that Ross is not continuously improving every single week. Um, he seems to be getting better and better and better. Um, hell. Chip Ganassi Racing is getting better and better and better every week. I would not be surprised to see one of those two drivers in the playoffs. Whether it be a fluke, whether it be a fluke win, well, they're both close enough to the top top sixteen that they could sneak in with with some more consistent finishes. But yeah, I think it's going to take a win for one of them to get in. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised to see one of them get in 
I mean, I think there's enough tracks left on that. CGR, hey, look, Kyle Larson used to be in in CGR equipment. Um, One of the races that they always seem to do well at with with Hendrick Power behind them was Michigan. Well, there's two Michigan races left. Um, they're only one. No, they're only one. Okay, they're only okay. So there's one one Michigan race. So there's that. There's that out there. They still have. They still have the Daytona season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt has won at Daytona before, so it's not outside the realm of possibilities. I mean, it's honestly, it's going to take more than just if we're talking based on just points. I think it's going to take more than just consistent finishes from that. They're going to need uh, a couple of the guys in front of them, like Reddick, Dylan, or somebody on the back half of the top sixteen. They're going to need them to like run into a string of bad luck. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, they, well if they got to win, if they got to win, they're in. Well, yeah. At this point now, I don't think we're going to get sixteen winners. No. Thanks to yeah. Young Money, it's not. It's not happening. I. I Thanks still to Hendrick. Can, Thanks to Hendrick, it's not I happening. Just, I still say we could wind up with twelve or thirteen. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But. Yeah, but if if if, if I'm saying we're not going to have more than 16 regular no. season winners this year, and you know who's happy about that? We're going to have Michael McDowell is very McDowell, happy. Yeah. That. <laughs> he he almost loves it. <laughs> yeah, until he gets you and the yeah, puns today, brother. Wow, funny, bro. Happy Father's Day, boys. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, let's do the uh, let's go on to. The, I mean, really, we are kind of natural. I, I want to talk about the Bubba Wallace thing and his and his angry tweets. Uh, and I want to do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best Jimmy Jimmy Fallon impression. Dear Bubba, we share a new segment called called Dear Bubba. Dear Bubba, shut the hell up. The track crew is doing their best. If they missed a part and you hit it, pay attention. You're driving a race car. Open your fucking eyes. Sincerely, all of NASCAR. P.S. No one cares. Thank you. And, and I'm going to dovetail off of that one because I like this piece and I think we need to do this more. Yeah. All right. So he definitely gives us enough content for it. All right. All right. So, so, dear Chase Elliott fans. Oh, shit. Here we go. Kyle Larson. It's just on a hot streak right now. Take your tinfoil hats off. <laughs> He's not in better equipment. It's equal equipment. Look, man, the kid's on a mission right now. How about how about we support our teammates instead of making yourself look like foolish little tantrum tantrum toddlers? Okay. Sincerely. <laughs> sincerely. Sincerely. 90% of the Chase Elliott fan base who thinks you're all fucking crazy. Thank you. Anyways. Yeah, look, man. I, look, Kyle Larson is... He's on, another fucking, he's on another fucking planet right now. And, yeah. And, 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 uh, he, he, he literally can sit in any car and, and, and will win a race. Did he he's win just, the Dream? Did he win that? No. 
If he, if he won, if no. he ran the SRX race, he probably would have beaten Tony this weekend. But that's besides the point. Probably, um, dude. Would that not be funny if he runs now? Hold on, hear me out, guys. And I know no one who could do anything about this would hear this. Wouldn't it be cool if he ran the the Pocono race during the day, then got in the SRX, ran the SRX car, and won and won them both in the same day? <laughs> that'd be that like the, that'd be like the redneck doubleheader, right? Shit, Chase fans would freaking blow their would blow a gasket on that one. Not all of us, dude. Some of us are level headed. Not all, y'all. Yeah, I know. Dude, you I'm have to realize. You have to realize there's a lot of Chase fans out there, and actually, so so I actually I actually admin on a Chase Elliott page, and 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 I and I kind of put like the statement out there to the group um, yesterday. Yeah. And I was, you know, basically what I just said, but in a nicer way. I was like, look, look, like, stop. You're making our fan base look bad by complaining about the fact that Kyle Larson is just simply beating our boy right now, right? His time's going to come. It is what it is. And I got to say, about 95% of the reaction was kudos, man. You're right. Like, we're all on the same page as you, we're, we're good. Look, so I like Kyle Larson. We support Kyle Larson. He's our teammate. I'm a Hendrick. Uh, and then there was about 5%, you know, out of probably 500 comments on the post, there was probably like six. Chase Elliott, hey, you idiot. No, they're like, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson said he wanted him. Uh, apparently, and so uh, apparently some people have latched onto this, and I didn't know this, and I didn't even think about it at the time because I thought Kyle was just kidding. Um, apparently, there, there's a faction that thinks that Chase was stop with the emojis, man. Come on, <laughs> you're going emoji nuts, uh, as opposed to five different lug nuts that were missing this weekend. But that's besides the point. Anyways, um, apparently, so after the the Coda race, um, I guess Kyle Larson made some comments um, in his post race interview saying he hoped that um, the race went green. So that Chase would run out of gas and he would win the race. Of course, he said and that. Who wouldn't say that? Who the right. fuck wouldn't? But but okay, so apparently the there was a, there was a couple people on this post that actually said, "Well, he's a terrible mean teammate and he's selfish because he he wanted his teammate to lose so he could win." Has anybody met like, Denny Hamlin and John Bush? And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, like like take a statement and just like. That's that's about as twisting of words that you can get. I was like, okay, no. He was half first of all, he laughed after he said it. Because I actually remember the interview now that like the, the light bulb went off. And I'm like, is that what people are getting their panties in a wad about? Like, seriously? Like, is that what you're getting pissed about? Like Because I've heard several comments saying Kyle Larson's selfish and he's not a team player. Apparently that's where that's coming from. And I'm like, if that's what's getting your panties in a wad, um, you need to go Stop have it. sex more because <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like you need to get laid. So uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, I, as a Chase Elliott fan and Hendrick Nation supporter, I probably shouldn't even admit to this. I I follow Joe Gibbs Racing on uh, on YouTube because they post a lot of cool like behind the scenes videos of like the haulers and how they how they I'm load the trucks. Right. I'm actually muting you right now. <laughs> don't do this. It's pretty interesting. So they posted a video of Denny's trailer, and they were sticking a Truex car in the back of it. And they said, "Does anybody know why they're why we're doing this?" And the answer was because 
they can rewrap it, and it's they share chassis. The reason why I'm saying that is that's how all of them do it. The Penske guys have gone on record as saying that the crew chiefs pick their chassis on Monday, and then they wrap the cars and take them where they go. So the same chassis could be a Blaney car one week. It could be a, uh, a Logano car the next week. It could be a Brad K car the third time it's used. They have right. short track cars, you know, intermediate cars. They they don't build them specifically for Kyle Larson. Yeah. So so for you guys to wear your fucking tin foil hat and be like, he's getting better equipment, they have no idea. They have no idea. When they're building that car, they don't know who it's going for. They built the, four cars for a short track. Yeah. They, they built four cars for Nashville Super Speedway and a story. And then they wrapped them all and they're identical. They're identical. You look Hendrick's Rick dude. Rick Hendrick owns about four hundred car dealerships. He's a freaking multimillionaire. They're not short for money. Hell. <laughs> Hendrick was actually on an interview this week and said, look, people are chomping at the bit to sponsor Kyle Larson. But guess what? My car dealerships, they don't want to let go of that, that um, money train that they got going on right now. They are happy that they're sponsoring Kyle Larson. And I'm happy that Hendrick Cars is on my car. Right. And they're happy to be spending the money. So why would I go out and get smaller fish sponsors when I have a big fish sponsor on my car already? Now, He's like, people are lining up. He was like, people are lining up. Maybe he was smoke screening a little bit, but he was like, sponsors are lining up. People want to sponsor Kyle Larson. They are happy that I gave him a second chance. But guess what? I also have 500 dealerships that are thrilled to have themselves on the car and have a winning... Like, Look, Rick Hendrick's not short for money. Hell, he's the reigning Cup Series champion owner. Uh, Look, they're not short on parts. They're not short on cars. When they build cars, the the shop guys, they're building four identical cars. Then it's up to the crew chiefs to set the fucking cars up. Well, guess what? Cliff Daniels is just doing better right now. And his driver is just on another planet. It's end of story. Hey, look, things could change in three months. Uh, Just like they did last year. But... Kyle Larson's the man right now. It is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, just ask uh, Kevin Harvick how different things became in the second half of the season. Hell, who's to say that the other three big teams don't figure it out? And who's to say that all of a sudden, after Joe Gibbs Racing and and, and, and Stuart Haas were, were so dominant last year, that Hendrick just poof disappears in the playoffs. Are you eating a... F- I'm eating ice cream. <laughs> Motherfucker, man. Come on, Harry Hodge. You, you kidding me? Right now. We're eating ice cream. Hungry. Ice cream? Damn, brother. You, that's you, talked just... about, you talked about Days of Thunder and I thought about it. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's... uh. I think it's time, Greg. I think it's time we talk about the last Paint part of the week. Yeah. Now, Paint. this is the look. I want to preface this by saying this, and you can give the intro in a second. We all know Kevin Harvick won this. I want you guys to pick somebody else. 
Right. Like it like we've we've not had we've not had a unanimous uh paint scheme of the week presented by Circle B Diecast. Most importantly, which by the way, I think several of us ordered the Kevin Harvick scheme today on Circle yeah. B Diecast. Thank you, Circle B. <laughs> Second uh, I saw that they were doing it, I was like, Yep, jumping on that. So well, I'm pretty sure Atlanta woke the fuck up and said, Oh shit, we're about to lose a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that car is just wow, badass. Uh, so so awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't think there's a single admin on Underdog Sports that wouldn't agree with me with saying that Kevin Harvick's scheme was the undisputed best scheme Same of the week. Of Probably the best scheme of the season at this point. Yeah. Um, so to just save you guys, like. The obvious, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick a, a different scheme to just you know make it a little fair, so to speak. So, Nate, what do you got? What would be your scheme? I'm of gonna the go week? Well, my former favorite driver actually designed this paint scheme, and it was actually really awesome. It was really cool. It definitely. Uh, was definitely noticeable on the racetrack. I'm going to go with Alex Bowman's neon uh, Ally Chevrolet. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. Yeah. What about you, John? You must have one in mind. Yeah, I'm going to take one that uh, it's just because it's it's all about Nashville. It's all about the home the home team vibe. I would take Trackhouse '99 Daniel Suarez's Tootsie Orchid Lounge. And Damn. And fire suit to match. Like, <laughs> nuts. Uh, man, well, you guys took my first two picks, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, which means I can't pick them now. So now i got to find another one real quick. Um, it's, look, not, it's not going to be... nice in the turn one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you look nice for all of like two seconds. That's how you Actually, know what? Yeah, right while you're looking, I'm going to give a special shout out to one, though, too. That's that's Kyle Bush in that pedigree 18, man. With the shelter dogs and the. That was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was. John, you might want to stop talking. <laughs> that was going to be my second. Anthony, you don't know this, but it's, it's my personal mission in life to screw these guys up while they're thinking. I want to bring something up while he's while he's uh, looking for another paint scheme. Um, did y'all? Re- I saw this the other day. The last time the Cup Series was in Nashville, guess who won that race? The Cup Series. Oh God, I have no idea. It was thirty something years ago. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was actually uh, David Pearson, Jeff Bodine. In the five, in the five. Car. that's true. That's right. Yep. So pretty, pretty freaking sweet. The last time that they were in Nashville, it was the five car in Victor Lane. First time that they come back to Nashville, it was the five car in Victor Lane. Cool. Well, guess what, John? Since you stole my my first and third pick, just to fuck with you, paint scheme of the week for me. That was actually a good one. No, yeah, I actually really like cool. the car. It was at first I thought it was Domino's Pizza, but that's cool. It was PetSmart. Um, yeah. Well, it was PetSmart and DoorDash, but still. 
Yeah. Pet smart now. Speaking of the dog, I, I like the fact that I, it actually is his dog on the side too. I it's think Look, man, I, I, was, I didn't expect him to be a, a, a golden doodle kind of guy, but yeah, yeah. Well, uh, oh, all right, pretty good one. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to pick. I don't want to pick the race winner with the paint scheme. I, 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 yeah, I did like it. I like William Byron's um, upcoming Val. It's a different. It's slightly different. Um, his oh, his Val- Val- was 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 pretty slick though. I like like Larson's five. That's true. Um, so we got Pocono doubleheader this weekend. Uh, I'm uh, I'm hoping that that we're all like lowered the bar enough that it's actually going to be kind of exciting. Um, <laughs> That's it a is, good joke. It's, that it's, was a good it's joke. It's nice. Yeah. It, you know, it's only 325 miles each day, at least. So there's there's that. <laughs> yeah, we do get two days of racing this weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, we get, we get two days of racing. We get two days of racing, man. Hey, uh, just so you guys know, I've got great seats in turn four for Saturday and Sunday. If anybody wants to just, just, just PM me. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in a minute. That's... Anyways, we already did that joke, man. Come on. Can't go back to the well. No. Well, anyways. So, we were kind of talking about this. It's like, hey, hey, look, Kyle Larson's sitting on three straight cup wins. Um, three points paying wins. Of course, he won the All-Star race as well. Um, can he equal the NASCAR record of four straight wins that, that not too many drivers have done? I think there's, what, five total? I'm telling you right now, somebody's gonna put a bumper to that dude. You think? And I, and I have a bad feeling it's gonna be the 18. <laughs> yeah, well, it is what it is. Um. All right, so the let's last drive for the five. Let's uh let let let's do this quick and quick and fired. Um. Race winners for this weekend and, and an underdog for each race. Um, so, race number one. Uh, Kyle Larson's going to win the first one. He's going to get his first win at Pocono. He's going to tie the four four straight races because I just feel like he's kind of on, on that zone right now. Um, underdog, Eric. Jones. Fuel mileage race. It's a weird, weird um, mileage for the race. I feel like Pocono always comes down to to a mileage situation. I think Eric Jones might have a have a chance at that if it comes down to that. Uh, second race. Kyle Larson's going to do what Kyle Larson does at Pocono and have his Jekyll and Hyde moment. Um, second race winner is going to be Kyle Busch. Beer. Two Kyles, Yeah, so it's the Kyle and Kyle show this weekend, except it's going to be two Kyles instead of one. Two Kyles, one, two Kyles three turns, one cup. <laughs> Anyways, so... Uh, <laughs> don't tell me you where that came out of my head. 
don't tell me how that came in my head. But anyways, and it's then again, underdog second race. Um, again, possibility of 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 a mileage race. Um, Daniel Suarez. Actually, no, no, no. Ross Chastain. I'm gonna say Ross Chastain. That's so fast, my friend. On on a mileage situation, not because he had the best car to win. But because he was up there and 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 played the right strategy. I think the strategy plays out for him this weekend. Good. Nathan, I'm gonna let you go last since you're the guest. How honorable. Thanks. Kyle Larson doesn't get four or or five this weekend. You had you spelled Kevin Harvick wrong. Um I'm I'm going with Harvick first. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I left him. I left him on the table for for you guys on purpose, by the way. And I stole Nathan's pick. Winner. <laughs> Double um, down. Yeah, you're number one. Yeah. Um, right back. I'm gonna take Kevin Hayer Harvick for the first one. Um, I think he's he's due, and I think he'll figure something out. Hey, look, top five this weekend, man. Yeah, he's that's what I'm saying. He's back in top er, five er, again. Eric was good. Eric was good. Um. All yep. best. Look, SHR, had, SHR, had, SHR had had their best weekend this weekend by far. Yeah, definitely. My underdog for this for the first race, I'm gonna give it to uh, I'm gonna give it to uh, Kurt Busch. I think I think Kurt could could be around. Um, and I, you know, race number two, I, I don't see how you don't bet Kyle Kyle uh, Kyle Busch, just because. Kyle he took that huh? He took that one though for the second race. Did he? I think I thought okay. So uh okay, I'll I'll retract. I'll take I'll take Danny on the second one. Oh. And my underdog for the second one? You ready for this? Corey LaJoy. Really? Something crazy happens, and he just happens to be there. <laughs> Something really yeah. crazy going on. Oh. Yeah, something really crazy is going to have to happen on that one. All right, so, John, you're a bastard. I know. Um, <laughs> so, I guess race one, I'll take Denny Hamlin race one. Um, yeah. He's got pressure now. I mean, you know, got Kyle Larson breathing down his neck. He's only nine points uh, behind him now, nine and ten points, something like that. So, uh, I think, I think he's gonna. I, I don't think he's gonna dominate the race. I think, you know, maybe strategy or something like that. But on the same sense, uh, strategy could also play into a CGR car. So I will go Ross Chastain as my underdog for race one. Okay. Since he went for him in race two. Um, for race two, I'm going to go. I don't think he gets the four, but I do think he gets a win this weekend. I say Kyle Larson picks up the win on Sunday. And then my underdog for Sunday. <sighs> oh, that's tough. This is tough. <laughs> you know what? 
he's ranked good there in Xfinity. I, I can see him doing pretty well there. I'll go Cole Custer as my underdog. Someone else to watch out for is that 14 car, Chase Briscoe. Keep an eye on him. Yeah, I, 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 re- I really want Chase Briscoe to really start turning around. I like Chase Briscoe. I really do. And I, I really don't know if it's, it's turn around so much as get used to the fact that he's now in a faster car. Yeah. There's a huge difference between the Xfinity car and the, the Cup car. Yeah. And yet, the Xfinity is still more exciting to watch than the Cup series as of late. Yeah, because they're better balanced. They actually pass each other. Mm-hmm. Well, unless Kyle Busch is in the race, and it's... <laughs> yeah, then there's no chance whatsoever. <laughs> All right. I don't know so, you... John, you... I heard the Corley Joy pick. Yeah. That's that's ballsy. I like it. Thank you. What were your... What were, so, I heard you had Kyle Larson for the second race. They did, yeah. And... Uh, Cole Custer for the for the underdog. What was your first race pick? Uh, Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. All right, cool. Yeah, it's good balance. Uh, since you so, know both my first picks were taken. Yeah, Harvick and Kyle Busch. Sorry. No, Kyle Larson no. was taken. Oh, All okay. right, so here you go. Well, you can Let's always. Go. Well, you. Yeah. Yeah, you can always recycle picks. We don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah. No, no. I want to. I want to do this right. Do it right. So we I want to. Uh, I want to do a little prop bet, though. What do you think the average finish for Kyle Larson is this weekend? Like, if you take the two out of together, divide by two, what do you think it is? Fifteenth. Fifteenth. Wow, that's that's high. Like I said, he's Jekyll and Hyde. He's he either finishes. In the top five, or he doesn't finish the race. And uh, I just want to say something real quick before you, unless you guys think about this. Kudos to NASCAR for fucking inverting the second race. Like how they yeah is it is it a full, is it a full inversion? Twenty, the, the, the no, top, top twenty, top twenty, top twenty, which I think is which smart. is how which is how Corey LaJoy gets in the lead, and he never looks he never looks back. Wire to wire, baby. Um, Spire to the top. Okay. Which also um, means that's how Quinn House starts. Speaking of spi- speaking of spires, you have a little spire on top of your tinfoil hat. So. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> I like Corey. Cor- dude, look, we are an amateur podcast. Corey has the Stacking Pennies podcast, which is a great listen, by the way. So I'm going to plug him because that's awesome. Yeah. Door Bumper Clear is also an excellent podcast. Um, we we aspire. Not spire, we aspire to <laughs> to get to that. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. We're we're just drunk guys drinking Greg, beer, talking I, NASCAR. Greg, you think I can tell them yet? What's that? About our secret plan for next for for next year. Should we tell them about what we're gonna do? What are we gonna do, John? Hmm? Oh, we're helping our game, boys. So for the first time at the Bristol Dirt Race, we will have a live podcast where all of us will be together in the same room. Hell yes. If, if there's not blood, there is if, not fun. If it does not look like a scene from Roadhouse when we're done, we didn't do it right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, man, that'd be dude, awesome. It's going to be. 
We're going to have fun with that. Look, all I know is Josh ordered 80, 80 gallons of KY and 100 pounds of chicken feathers. I don't know what's going on, but it's going to be a hell of a night. <laughs> oh, my God. What, what, about the, what about that slick diesel fuel? We forgot about that. that that's well, important. But I told him I was bringing need, my jumper. We need, that for the, we, need, we need that for the slip and slide. Come on. Well, he just wanted to know if you were cool with, with, with jumper cables on your nipple clamps. I don't know what that means, but. Um. I have inverted nipples, so that's not that's <laughs> nothing to see here. But yeah, anybody's besides no, I do not have inverted nipples. All right, that's so Nathan, over She's under, stop talking. Over under, <laughs> how much finishes? What is the total? What's his average finish? We're talking just for this weekend. Yes, yeah, so take two races, add them together, divide by two. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say eight point five. Eight, okay, eight and a half. Well, we want fractions, dude. I'm not smart enough for this. Come on. <laughs> now nah, I say, gonna... I say, one of the races, one of the races. I feel like he's gonna win. Don't know if it's gonna be the first or the second race, but the other one, I think he fit. I, I think he finishes either top half of the top ten or the back half of the top ten, somewhere in there. Okay, let's see. I'm, I'm gonna give him put a little more under, a little more pressure. I'm gonna say his average finish is third. So are are you basically saying? Well, you're saying he breaks his top two streak. Because I mean, keep in mind, dude, points paying races, seven and... straight wins. Stop seven straight wins with or seven straight weeks in the top two. So if his average say, finish is third. I... If he finishes first, that means he had to have finished fifth, right? Fourth. One of fifth. Well, yeah. The average dude. Right. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I just, I, I, but I'm, I'm also with you. I think there's a, a, a Jekyll and Hyde chance here, but I don't think it's because of failure. I think he gets stuffed, or he gets caught up behind some lap shit and gets wrecked. D- or does he pull a Phoenix and and has pit road issues and can't recover? Or does he get housed? Or does he pull a, you know, Jimmy Johnson, Bubba Wallace, Jeff Gordon, anybody that's going into turn one and have a brake failure? Or or does he pull a Truex and put his tires on the wrong side? You just had to bring that up, man. I, I, I'm trying not to remember that. Stack and stagger, bro. Stack and stagger. Gosh. Gosh, man. I'm, I'm still sour about that race. Championship yeah. in the bag and – it's not, much, not as much as those, those Bush fans are. Anyway, so uh, that's where we're at. Uh, I, guess we're I want Pocono to be a great race because, look, I'm while I live in Delaware, the Poconos are only two and a half hours away. And I actually wanted to go this weekend, and 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 I couldn't pull. I'm actually willing to drive five hours to Richmond and actually spend some time with this asshole over here, Nate, at at Richmond in the playoffs. Then I, I'm actually looking forward to doing that more than I am to go to Pocono. Um, yeah. Because not only look, so I've been to Pocono once. Not only is it boring as hell to watch on TV, the sight lines at that track. I, I I swear to God, it feels like the track actually sits higher than the stands. I don't know how. I don't know why. Like they actually talked about it this weekend in Nashville that like the, the way that they have the track down. There's not a bad seat in the house that you can actually see the entire track from pretty much anywhere in the stands. 
Pocono, you literally have to be in the top row if you want to see the entire track. You can't see the backstretch. I don't even know if you can see the entire track from the top row. Like no, I, I feel like really there's can't. probably still I feel like there's still some spots on that track. You know, of course, you know, we'll talk about visibility. I mean, you know, could end up being another one of those situations where fog rolls in. <laughs> don't speaking of McDowell, don't don't McDowell this, please. I wouldn't make the Anyways. Busher, yes. Sorry. You have a guy that can't seem to get his shit together. Um, yeah, so Pocono this weekend. We'll get this out of the way and we'll we'll move forward. All, all will be well again and, and Kyle Kyle Larson will not be winning five five in a row this weekend. That 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 I, I can I, I would put money down on. Yeah, I was gonna say that's something that you can probably put money down on. Wake up, America! <laughs> good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. Anyways, so good morning, Pocono. I don't know. Whatever. So, anyways, no, work. Good morning. Good afternoon. Of... Good night. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you, Truman Show, the Rinker Show. All right, let's do this, John. Yeah, man. I want to, Time. Yeah, it's working. Um, I want to talk about something real quick. I, I, we, we got one of our our podcast buddies, Mark. Uh, it's the anniversary of his mom's death, so just keep me your thoughts and prayers, boys. Uh, Kathy, Kathy was. It's it's been a few years, but Mark's still kind of hurting from it. So, they uh they did a uh, NASCAR e race in her memory last week or this, earlier this week. That was kind of cool. Uh, shout out to my to Ben and the boys over at Palmetto Racing League. Um, I actually I, I actually watched the uh, Twitch stream of that this morning. It was pretty cool. So uh, Mark got to lead them around the track the first lap. And they did a, they did a four wide salute for his mom. So that was super super cool. Um, so getting back to that, you know, as always, hug your parents if you, if you still got them, and uh, don't be a dick, right? Like let's just let, let's be decent humans. Um, gas prices suck. Thanks, those of you who are in charge of that. Um, See, so yeah, was, that was good, right? That was politically correct. I didn't even say the guy's name. Uh, and, we're, and we won't because our sponsors have asked us not to. Um, so No, they really haven't. But I, Stop. Hey, it sounded good. Um, wash your damn hands or still, you know, use your turn signals. Don't be an idiot. And uh, we'll see you next week. Remember, you can be anybody you want to be. Just don't be Joey Logano. We love you. We're out. Hashtag Joey Logano.